I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Natalie, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi, I struggle to wake up in the morning. (laughs) Just like that, huh? (laughs) All right, Natalie, uh, you wrote us this. Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I'm constantly rushing and just getting to work just on time. Uh, I set my alarm for 620, but don't get up and out of bed until 655. I tried to make commitments to myself to wake up earlier, but in the morning I have no issue of letting myself down and not committing to what I previously committed to. Fix my life. How do I wake up 20 minutes earlier to make my morning uh, enjoyable and less rushed? When that alarm goes off at 6.20, are you just hitting snooze or like turning it off and then going back to bed? Or are you reaching for your phone and then you're scrolling for 25, 35 minutes before getting out of bed? No, I'm snoozing. Oh, okay. Snoozing. So why don't you just set your alarm for 6 a.m.? Because I think I would still continue to snooze until 6.55. So why don't you, what do you use? Your, your phone as your alarm clock? Yeah. So why don't you put your phone like in the bathroom? And have it on full blast volume, so it forces you to get up out of bed to go turn it off. And you're, if you're already in the bathroom, then you can start your routine. And I've tried that. I also have a watch, a smart watch, that I try to track my sleep and look yeah. at it. And I think that's also what's killing me in the morning, is I can snooze it directly from my watch. And I can say to myself, don't do it, don't do it. But every morning, I'm hitting that button to snooze it. So what is it about 6.55 that you feel is the perfect time to wake up then? Because I can just get ready in time. I'm brushing my teeth, pouring my coffee, running around, and I can just make it out the door at the last second. Okay. So are you? Is it you by yourself or is there like a, a house full of people as well? Uh, it's me and my boyfriend. Oh, okay. And what about your boyfriend? Does he wake up at the same time or he wakes up later or earlier? He wakes up earlier. Uh-huh. Um, he actually wakes up at 6.10. You have it down to where you give yourself just enough time at 6.55 to get everything you need to get done and then out the door and ready and, and, and at work, right? 
So yeah. so that's why 655 is your number, because you know, regardless, you can still get out of there. 620 would be great, but 655 is your number. You're still not going to be, you're just rushed. It's not like you're late, but you're just rushed at that point. So instead of trying to figure out, I would say anyway, um, how to wake up at 620 and not hit snooze until 655, two, two things. One, hitting snooze is not real sleep. Mm-hmm. Right? You're not asleep long enough for it to really matter. It's fake sleep. Um, the other thing that I would do is instead of trying to alter what you're able to do from 655 until you leave, I would try adding something to your morning and build that routine where it forces you to wake up early, add something else to accomplish in the time that you're awake before you leave for work. Like what? Anything. You tell me anything. What stuff are you rushing to do when you get up at 655? And you brush your teeth, you're making your coffee, you're making sure you're getting out of the house. Uh, what other tasks are there that need to be done before you leave for the day? Um, nothing, because I've also planned my morning. Like, I pre-make my breakfast. Oh, okay. Because if I don't, I will just say, I don't need to eat breakfast today. It's fine. I'll just do it. Uh, I'll just go and eat breakfast today. So what if you switch it up and you started making your breakfast in the morning? I think I just wouldn't eat. No, but that's like the the task that Roz was talking about. Like your alarm goes off, you know, first thing before you brush your teeth, before you start making your coffee, or you add it to the routine of brushing your teeth, making your coffee, make your breakfast, then hop in the shower. And switch up, like flip my whole morning? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Add that one task. Minor. Yeah, I'll try it. I am so desperate to do anything, but, and I make commitments, but I also... In the morning, I'm like, ah, nah, I'm I th- fine. Yeah, I think, that, I, I think that it's a lot of it is like a, a personality thing where you are completely comfortable with being rushed, right? And you have no, like, you you don't need time. Like, I'm, I'm the same as you. I don't need, like, that couple minutes of, like, oh, I got all this stuff going on in the morning, but I just need, like, 15 minutes to just sit and have a cup. Like, I don't need that, right? Like, I can, I can build my day where I do the exact same thing at the exact same minute and leave the house at the exact same time. And, and I used to just leave myself just enough time to complete all of those things. Right. And I was and I was fine with that because I don't need to sit and do nothing. But what you want to do is you want to back it up. So what you can like leave a little bit earlier or give yourself a little bit of pad. Like I just think it's about build. It's it's you're completely routine based. So just build something in or alter your current routine when you're awake. Okay, you wouldn't get up like when your boyfriend gets up at 10 after six. And if he like shakes you awake, you wouldn't get up and start your routine at that point. Would you? I would love to. Oh, so. uh, I think mentally I would like to. Oh, why doesn't uh, he just more... kick? Why doesn't he just kick your ass out of bed? I don't think he has the patience for that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, tell him in the morning when he wakes up, take all the blankets off the bed and leave them on the floor. Oh damn! <laughs> he's he's gonna listen and he's gonna love that. Yeah, tell him to do that. So he's gonna do that and say, "Well, Roz and Mocha told me to." Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Thank you. Have a good day. Am I allowed to say something before I go? Sure. Uh, because I forced my family. I said, you all have to listen to me on the radio. This is my time for, to shine. So um, <laughs> I just wanted to say hi to my mom and my dad and my boyfriend because they're all listening. Yeah. Perfect. They're all listening to you shine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your rushed life. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Natalie. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS.
Mihilan, welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. Welcome to FML. What's going on? Why are you here? Let everyone know. Hi, I have a brother-in-law who I don't like speaking to. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yes. Um, you were say, hey, Raza Mocha fix my life. My brother-in-law is completely different. He makes sarcastic jokes that I don't really find funny. He's very old school where men and women act and do this. His vibe is awkward and strange when he comes over to my parents' house. And now I feel like my sis and I never had that close bond. Not sure if it makes sense. He is stubborn and hard to talk to. I just distance myself away. Is that the right choice? Can you give us an example of something that he has said to make you feel uncomfortable or kind of question why your sister's with this guy? Well, like he sends me memes through Instagram and it's like memes such as like men do this, hardworking and et cetera, while women does that, which is like clean chores and et cetera. And that just like, and other memes too, which is just jokes that not really, really jokes. It's just making fun of other people. But then I did tell him and then he got offended. So it's like, I don't know what to do in this. When you said, when you said you told him, what did you say to him? I told him that like, you know, these jokes are not like, these jokes are just meant to hurt others. It's not really a joke joke per se, but then he's like, oh, I don't have a sense of humor. And I said, well, I do, but it's just like, the meme doesn't seem right. Uh-huh. That's okay. the only thing. Okay. Right. So had you got along with him prior to him yeah, sending so you before, memes? So like like how, long, how long has he been with your sister for before they got married? Um, it's a year and a half now. Oh, okay. So when and I have not spoken f- to him over six months. Oh, wow. Okay. So from the time that he was introduced as the boyfriend uh, and all throughout the relationship, things had been cool? Yeah. Before okay. the, yeah, before the marriage. Okay. So aside from the memes, when when he would be over, would like yeah, he would come over. He would say hi, how are you, and then we'd have basic conversation. But even then, it felt like it was a little bit awkward. The the room was like silent here and there, and he would say things, and it would be like okay. So so, and now you're 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 what you're questioning whether you and your sister were ever really as close as you thought you were. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, it's just because like now it's like it's even further distance. So I don't know if I should talk to him now and and try to like sort things out, or should I just continue to ignore him because now I can't even like go to their go to my sister's house because like it's his place and I feel awkward and have you, all that. Have you talked to your sister about this? Yes, I did. She was she was mediocre. She's like, as long as you guys are happy, that's all that matters. So she doesn't really care. Uh huh. But you said that you're not. You told her you're not happy though. Yeah, for me, it's like I feel bad because in the in the Hinduism aspect, you know, you have to get along with family, and he is part of family. But at the same time, it's like I don't want to deal with the stressed out tension that he would says back, like instead of in terms of what how he speaks people and stuff like that does he think that there's a problem he he does he thinks that there is a problem because he he doesn't really talk back or he doesn't even like really make the first effort to show to create a conversation it's always me messaging or or trying to like speak to him whenever he comes over so it's like i don't know I think yeah. maybe you're just two different people. Uh-huh. And that's but, fine, know, and man. That's, yeah. That's totally cool. You're not going to get along with every single person that you meet in the world, right? I, and yeah. just because he is like married into the family, it doesn't mean that the two of you have to be best friends. You can coexist, but you don't have to be best friends. Okay. Does he treat your sister good? Yeah, he treats my sister well, like really well. But yeah. it's, just, it's not only me, it's with my other family too, parents and sisters. So it's like, I don't know if that's the right 
decision to ignore him and just let it be or just like, you know, try to reach out. I think that you're you're missing out on having some conversations with your family and also with with him. Like, I think that your sister should know exactly how you feel. And I, and I think that that's a fine conversation to have because you can say to her, hey, listen, I don't mean to make it weird you know, when I'm over there, he's over here. But here's the thing is that we're just two completely different people. We may eventually come around, but we're not the type to just get along immediately. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I want anything bad for you guys, but just don't take my sort of what may seem like standoffishness in, in, in a way that I don't approve of your relationship. It's just, it's just tough sometimes. And then over social media, he sends me stuff that I don't find funny. He finds hysterical and that you know even makes it even more awkward so then i just i don't talk to him on social media and then we got this awkward thing and listen it may work out it may not work out but i'm not being hostile towards him like i think that you should i think that you can tell your sister that and i think that you can tell the guy that just be like hey bro like don't uh you know i don't find that stuff funny i've I've tried i've tried telling him like these memes aren't like really funny and stuff yeah. like that that he got offended and then now it's like he doesn't want to talk to me like right. that kind of situation okay. so you got you, you don't have to be best friends um but uh, don't go out of your way to make it weird and i would say that the only person that you should be really talking to and making sure that everything is good is your sister I don't think you need to be sorting things out with with the the brother-in-law unless you want to build a relationship with them, you know, unless you want that. But otherwise, just sit sit your sister down and have a conversation with your sister. She's the one that needs to know. Uh, Okay, that makes sense. Does that help? Yeah, yes, it did. Thank you so much. And I wanted to say I was a huge fan of you and Roz Mocha since COVID, since the COVID started. I love hearing you guys in the morning, so thank you. Thank oh, you, th- is that when you discovered the show? Yeah, I oh, did. Okay, through COVID. Oh, nice. Wow. Uh, do you know that we have a podcast as well? I heard, but I don't know how to do all that. So oh, okay. I, uh, Spotify. Ask your, ask your brother. Ask your brother-in-law. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify, okay. Apple, anywhere. Just search for Razamoko. Okay, we got like okay. hundreds upon hundreds of episodes there. Well over seven hundred for you to uh, go through. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I still have to read your book, Rosa. Uh, Rosa, sorry. Yeah. You, well, you read it and you let me know, okay, bro? Okay, thank hit, you so much. Hit thank me up, you. Hit me, hit me up on uh, on Instagram. Just send me a DM and then I'll send you some uh, some memes. Oh, yes, we'll thank beca- you. We'll become best friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> some, like man versus woman memes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later, dude. Thank you, thank you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. It's Razamoka. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. What happened? So I broke my boyfriend's nose. Oh, damn. Okay. Um, you broke your boyfriend's nose. Rachel, you wrote it says, Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. And oh, boy, does it ever get better. <laughs> uh, you say, Every morning, my boyfriend and I go to the gym. I show up ready to go and he changes. I was between sets of the bench press and listening to the podcast and he scared me when he walked up and I palm stroked him and broke his nose accidentally. It gets worse. Later in the evening when we were making dinner, he asked me to check the salmon that had been sitting in the fridge all week if it was still fine. I said yes, but now we both have food poisoning. (laughs) He's really mad at me and said it's all my fault, but I said he has some fault here. Please help. So what do you need help with? The broken nose part or the salmon part? <laughs> I mean, all of it. He's just mad. He says it's all, you know, my fault, and I don't think it entirely is my fault. Oh, okay, so so explain to us then what part of all of this is his fault. I mean, he shouldn't have, like, scared me at the gym. Like, you don't walk up on women in the gym. <laughs> but you knew he was going to be there. 
And then you were working I mean, out at the same time, right? Yeah, but like the the thing is, is that like sometimes he takes like ten minutes, sometimes he takes like five minutes, you know, like. And I I don't I wear glasses and I can't see at the gym, so okay. like. Okay, so it's not no, his so, fault. So your 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 palm facing um, his nose, right? Was that just like a defense mechanism that you have? Yeah. 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 Okay, I get it. Okay. Explain how the nose broke. Like, talk, talk us through this scenario here. So I'm like laying like flat on the bench press. Okay. And then like he walks in where like, you know where you would spot someone? Yeah. And I literally just thought it was a random guy bending down to like touch me. So I like just stroked, like striked straight up. Okay. And but, my palm hit his face. Okay. But Ooh. so were your eyes open or closed? They were open. But okay. like I, cause, as I said, because I wear glasses, I can't see that well. Okay. So you, but like he bent over and you saw his face and then didn't recognize him and punched him? Not, yeah, not immediately. It was like one of those things my body took over before my brain went. Okay. Followed through. Right. Okay. So you broke his nose. Blood uh, everywhere? Uh, a little, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And All then right. and then the salmon. Damn. So you got salmon in the fridge. It's been there for a couple of days. <laughs> and then he says, hey, can you check the salmon? Did you check the salmon? Yeah, I actually did. Yeah. How did you check the salmon? I smelled it and I did a visual and it all looked fine. Okay. It's not fine. Okay. And then what happened? You cooked the salmon and now you guys have food poisoning? Yeah. Okay. So are you sure it was the salmon? Like, could it have been something else that the two I mean, of you had as well? I don't think so, because all the rest we had were just, like, rice and corn. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the fall, the night and the morning. So what's the relationship like now between you and your boyfriend? Like, is he still pissed and bringing it up or just hanging on to this? I mean, he's still a little, like, mad about his nose. Yeah. When, when you have somebody in your life who, you know, over a short period of time broke your nose and gave you food poisoning after you asked them to check the salmon... Um, I, I think that he's probably pissed at you. And I think that where the divide is, is that I'm not all to blame here. You have to bear some of this blame, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think this is all you. I mean, I guess so, but. <laughs> <laughs> you just needed to hear it from somebody else. Yeah. I'm with the Roz on this one. Yeah. Definitely you. Yeah, I think it's all you. Uh-huh. I mean, I think I still have a valid point. Like, you just can't approach women in the gym. But you knew he was coming, though. Yes. Right. So he didn't he didn't do anything wrong. He did exactly what the plan was, which was to meet you in the gym. Yeah. He was going to go get changed and then he came out and he's like, "Hey, there's my uh there's my girlfriend. I'm going to go and work out with my girlfriend." And he showed up and you broke his nose. Yeah. I mean, right? the people in the gym were on my side. But they're all wrong too, unfortunately. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> did he have a beautiful nose before? Did you ruin it? No. No. He, no, he didn't have a beautiful nose before. No, you didn't ruin it. Uh, both. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Rachel. Like, like, like it wasn't wow. a clean strike. It was just like, you know. You'll get over all of this. You'll You'll go, you're going to be just fine. How long have you been dating for? Uh, Six years. This okay. will be a story that you guys tell probably for the next 20 years. You're going to meet some new couple at some point, or you're going to be at a wedding talking to strangers, and you're going to be able to whip out the, hey, whose fault is this? And you're going to be able to whip out the gym story. And you guys are going to involve people in this stupid, silly debate until the end of time. And it is only going to bring you closer together. Yes. And everyone will agree that it's all your fault. <laughs> I mean, like this is, this is a long list of things that he's blamed me for that aren't my fault. Like one time he wore new shoes and got a blister Yeah, and that was my fault. So, you know, like, did you tell him to wear new shoes? No, he bought the new shoes and then wore them without socks. 
and oh. I told them to wear socks. Oh, so why is that your fault? I don't know. That you see, that's why I have trouble mm. accepting the blame here. Actually, because- now, actually, now that I think about it, that also sort of sounds like your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get a man some socks. All right, Rachel. It's all your fault. Thanks for joining us on FML, okay? Okay, thanks. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Ryan, welcome to uh, FML. How are you? I'm good, Mocha. How are you? Good, buddy. What are you dealing with? Listen, I know you guys get a ton of mother-in-law drama stories, but I've got another one for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Ryan Euro says, Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. My mother-in-law is a toxic presence, a classic narcissist who mistreated my wife in her youth. Now married with a child, she dislikes me for protecting my wife from her abuse. During her recent divorce, she baselessly accused me of meddling. Our two-year-old son has only spent uh, six out of 24 months with her despite causing drama. Uh, she pressures my wife to let her back in manipulating her grandparents against her, struggling to balance keeping her at bay with my wife's limited time with her grandparents and our son's future questions, seeking guidance on navigating this difficult situation. Okay, so what's going on? Explain this to me. So, you know, again, classic mother-in-law situation, but sort of at the extreme. And we basically have, uh, you know, a mother-in-law who every time she's involved uh, you know, she has a presence in, in, in our world. Um, all that happens is there's drama, there's chaos, there's hurt, there's upset. Can you, um, Ryan, can you give us an example of something sure. that happened like recently, let's say? You know, the last one was, uh, so she was going through a divorce with my wife's father and, you know, sitting on a Monday night having supper out of the blue, she calls and says, you know, you, you've cost me a hun- hundreds of thousands of dollars in my divorce settlement. And says this to you directly. Says this to me directly. Okay, so this is and about you and not like you as in you guys, the two of you. No, no, it's it's okay. just about me. And, and right. so I've always, you know, tried to help, you know, my wife because, again, when we were, we, like, we were high school sweethearts. So as a teenager, you know, you're, you're sort of limited in what you can do. So she spent a lot of time at my house. But, um, so yeah, this baseless accusation came, came over and it was just unrelenting, like unrelenting. And so, you know, she basically put my wife in the position of, well, you know, your husband's meddling in my divorce settlements. He's, he's, he's not good for me. He's causing issues. Um, you know, she accused. Hey, Ryan, I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop you here. What do you hope happens? I've always been a big family guy. And so for me, you know, not having a part of the family, it, it, it's difficult to balance. I don't know. I, I want my wife to have as much time with her grandparents. Well, your wife or, or your or your kid? Well, my kid too, right? He's got mm-hmm. great grandparents that, you know, he basically doesn't see. Okay. So but, why but, does your wife, what's the relationship then? Because these are separate issues now. Why does your wife not have a relationship with her grandparents? So her grandparents have been told by her mother that, you know, she is complicit in whatever it is that I've done wrong. Right. And oh, wow. She... Okay. she you know, she's basically been cut out. Okay, so what does your wife say to your to her mom? Like, what are the conversations between the two of them about everything? Uh, well, she she defends me. Uh huh. You know, um, and then everything else is look. You, you need to get off this. You need to you know either apologize or move on past it. We like we need to we need to we need to get beyond this. Right. But everything else is just sort of surface level. Okay, so you you hope what that she changes and becomes a whole new person? No, I listen. She's 
we're well past that stage. Okay, of but, life. What, but 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 what we're talking about right now is in order for this to work out the way that you hope it does, that's what needs to happen. Correct. Okay, so but that's not going to happen, though. But that's not going to happen. No, no. Okay, so is there a way to to coexist? Well, the, the coexisting is basically silence or all in. Like she's not able to. We're not able to sort of find a. Is she a good grandmother medium. to your kid? I, we've only had about six months of grandmothering to to witness that. Do you want her in your kid's life? To a, to a certain extent, yeah. Okay, then if you want her in the kid in the kid's life, then that is your kid uh, spending time with people who are not you or your wife. So you are well within your rights to just be like, hey, listen, um, here's what's going to happen. And, you know, don't trash talk the family. Don't fill his head full of all this stuff. And if we're going to do this, we're, we're all going to be one big happy family. Here's what needs to happen. This is what needs to happen. We got to sort some stuff out here because right now there's like this weird resentment and we're on again and we're off again. And the whole thing is exhausting. And realistically, if you had the choice at this point, you wouldn't see any of them. So that's where you are right now. Are you going to fix it or are you going to let it go? That's what you tell her. No, you're right. Do you think that's a conversation, Ryan, that you could have with her? Oh, for sure. Also, your, uh, your, wife, your wife needs to be heavily involved in this. That's her mother. No, she'll leave the charge. That's that's yes. fine. Oh, yes. Okay. We've just been we've just been, you know, walk, like, you know, we're coming into the holiday season and so it's just like what 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 are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah, but you can you are you are totally free to say, "Hey, listen, you want to know we don't come around cuz it's like it's a real toxic environment when we're here." And, you know, me as a dad, I'm not deliberately putting my kid in that environment to sort of feign some sort of big loving family which I know we're not. Right. Well, that's exactly it. So I have a combo with your wife first. Plan of attack, okay? Awesome. Thanks, guys. You guys are the best. You're, right uh, on, you're the best. You Thank care. you, Ryan. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.